Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. <laughs> um, we're a little hyped. We just got done doing Mike's PHNX podcast, live cast, whatever it is. We let the kids stay up. Kids are up, dogs barking, it's raining outside. And mm-hmm. Arizona men's basketball um, smacked that ass tonight. They won. Well, they Shelby, beat Colorado 99 to 79. Shelby not even waiting for the first bad word. Nope. I'm going to try to get White Claw Shelby. 3 in White Claw Shelby. I only no, had I only no had F one. Words, though. <sighs> I can't promise that, but No. Um it was amazing. It was uh not what anybody really expected. I though I do think that I said in the preview podcast I would not be surprised if Arizona did run away and scored much more than we predicted. Oh, stop. I no did one say thought that, Arizona would But I don't dominate. think Arizona, nobody thought Arizona would do that, especially with how many times the announcers went out of their way to mention the last time um, Arizona sure won heard. at Colorado. And like they were undefeated and they were amazing and blah, blah, blah. So um, Brent Brennan was in attendance, as we all know. Emoy was there. Emoy was there, as always. So it was a pretty great night. We're going to break it down a little bit. Um, Before we begin, though, we do have a message from our awesome sponsor, as usual, as I try to figure out which one to read. (laughs) All right. Our daily spending choices greatly impact our lifestyle, what we can do, where we can go, like catching a big game at McHale Center. Make your plan to enjoy the special moments at Longview Insurance and Investments, we can help you learn how to make smart financial choices for the future, balancing both work and play. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. All right. Exciting. We just kind of came off of a little bit of chaos on uh, Mike's show. It was super fun. And uh, it's all good. It's all It's all good news because... Arizona played their best offensive game, maybe top three best game all year, right? Yes. Are you going to do this podcast right yeah. now? Well, oh, you, were, you were cooking. I was I cooking. I didn't want to stop. Okay. Uh, yeah, no questions again because we're dominant. Um, yeah, you know, it was an interesting conversation. I posted a thread on the message board that's on fire because that's what I do. I post fire threads. I wear fire threads also. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> I, uh, what, what you, everyone's yelling at me about the stupid dog. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> God, I don't care what that dog. Bianca, our little dog, is a literal moron. She's What's, the dumbest dog. I, 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 I love, love her, her. But she's literally, she's so, plot twist. We have these little steps. They go up that to our bed. If I move the steps over like a foot to the left, she can't find them. She, she completely freezes and forgets how to get on the bed. Idiot. Anyway, anyway she just did something really so dumb. I, Sorry for interrupting. God. I posted on the thread. It's between this game, Duke, or I'm sorry, at Duke, at Colorado, at Oregon, or home versus Wisconsin for the most complete games. I don't like Wisconsin, so to me, like, it's whatever. Um, but I, I would say uh, overall, um, sorry, I'm, Tommy's dancing. <laughs> Wow, Tommy's feeling it. Wow. I'm probably going to get fined $4 million for using No, if you do it under eight seconds, you're fine. 
That's what she said. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, okay. But yeah, for the most complete games, I don't think. I, I don't. Oh my god. I don't know. If this is the worst podcast ever. I don't know if this is the most complete game, only because there are a few. But it was obviously up there. It was really, really good. I think the thing that impressed me the most is a lot of times, Shelby, you're on the road and the visiting team gets up, but you kind of know that the home team is going to come back. Like, even when Arizona was playing Stanford at McHale and Stanford jumped to that huge lead, uh, you kind of knew that Arizona would make a run back. That did not happen. Like, I think 12, 14 at the end of the game when Colorado wasn't going to win anyway, that was the Colorado run, I guess you could say. But the fact that you go on the road and Colorado led for two minutes and 29 seconds, mm-hmm. that eight to two, right? Yep. And after that eight to two, after Arizona took the lead, uh, they never looked back. There was one lead change in the entire game and Arizona led for over 35 minutes. Uh, that is not easy to do on the road. And kind of taking a bigger perspective overall, these are two teams that hadn't lost at home this season and Arizona won both like this. And I said this before to me, when you'll see all the bracketology come out and I realize there's still multiple, I mean, there's still a month left in the regular season. You're going to see Arizona as a one seed. I, I, no question. No question. When you look at them, they're seven and three in quad one wins. Um, they have one bad loss, but by metrics, everyone has one bad loss. Uh, they're going to be fine. Like they're they're absolutely they're they're going to be a one seed, but to be able to go into Colorado and do what they did, um, you know, sometimes it's as simple as we are better than you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like I've said before, this was very clearly Arizona again for the second time this season, and to be fair, the first time they were missing guys and and all that, but um, this was a very clear. There is nothing you can do. We are better than you. You cannot guard us, and we're going to show you. Yeah. Uh, it definitely was surprising in so much as that everything was clicking. It was a very unselfish game as far as, you know, if you look at the box score. Um, you know, Caleb Love finished with 19. Pella finished with 18. And everyone, you know, teens, you know, nobody went over 20, and that's okay. But there was the, the ball movement. There was a couple of plays in particular where like Pella could take could have taken the shot or Kylan could have taken the shot. They had clear open moments and they gave it to Caleb. And I will say this, the assist numbers aren't that high, 14 assists on 36 buckets, but that's kind of fools. Uh, it's not fools, but it's kind of fake because what was going on was Colorado couldn't guard Arizona right. off the dribble. So Arizona didn't need the assist cuz they were just scoring at will. at will. I mean Arizona had 44 points in the paint. So, I mean, 44 points at the paint and 17 at the line. And, you know, we talk about the offense, but I know Colorado scored a shot 48% from the field, but 5 of 17 from three. And the majority of the points, I mean, 22 points from the line, and they had 12 points off turnovers. They had 34 of their 79 points off the line or off Arizona turnovers. Um, Arizona, meanwhile, had 23 points off 16 Colorado turnovers. Uh, Colorado's a good rebounding team. Arizona out-rebound them, only allowed nine offensive boards. Arizona had 12 for 23 points. The bench outplayed Colorado, which I thought would be a, a pretty big edge. What's crazy is uh, Colorado actually had more fast-break points than, yeah. their, than Arizona. But Arizona had better numbers. 
across the board. But I thought the defense, a lot of times what has happened this season, I shouldn't say a lot, uh, multiple times what has happened this season is the opposing team isn't a great three-point shooting team or doesn't shoot a lot of them, and then they'll get hot. Um, if you remember what I said with uh, with Colorado, I want to bring up the stats here, Shelby, because mm-hmm. I need to be accuratato. Uh, what I had said about Colorado is that while they don't take a ton of threes, they're actually very good at it. You know, going into the game, they were actually top 10. They dropped down to 11th. So they shoot 38.7% after this game from three. They just don't shoot a lot. Um, they shot five of 17, which is... Which is not good. Nope. So, had they shot their normal 40%, you're talking, you know, what? I don't know. 8 of 17 from 3. I mean, they didn't. Like, and, and a couple of the threes they made were at the end. And I just thought that Arizona defensively, you know, the key was we, we looked at, you know, numerous players, right? We said, okay, Cody Williams is a tough matchup. Arizona ate Cody Williams up. Eight points, five turnovers, four fouls. He was a complete and utter non-factor. Okay, KJ Simpson, you know he's going to get his, but hopefully it won't be very efficient. He was uh, 5 of 14, and he made his last two shots at the end, so the line looked better, 7 of 16, right? And then you say, okay, the third guy, Tristan DaSilva, he's good, but he's not a good rebounder. So, you know, they didn't have that third guy that that went off. Hadley went to the line eight times. Hammond had nine. Uh, but we'll, we'll kind of get, you know, defensively, Eddie Lampkin did nothing. You and, and Shelby had some very choice words for my friend Eddie. I was screaming. Eddie's, I think Eddie's greatest career moment came in that TCU game, which they still lost against Arizona because Umar uh, owns him. I mean, he was a complete non-factor, like complete non-factor. Four points and three rebounds in 20 minutes. Uh, did absolutely nothing tonight, whereas Umar ended him uh just overall like it's one of those games and i and i've said it before like what if you complain about something this game i I don't know what to tell you like i it it, was it perfect no it was damn close it It really was it was damn close a couple sloppy turnovers just like ridiculous i I, I will say like there's a couple plays where you know and i was gonna get to it we did individual but like Crevis, for instance, looked open until you realize there were four guys around, four him, dudes around and him. And Pelic gives him the ball, and then Crevis turns it over. It's like, well, of course he turned it over. What do you want the guy to do? And so there were a couple sequences where they were sloppy, but they only had nine turnovers on the road. And in the second half, Shelby, they had three turnovers. Yeah, three turnovers in a second half on the road is is pretty damn impressive. And I say that Colorado can't guard Arizona they're on Ken Palm, like they're they're a pretty good defensive team. They're not awful. On Arizona, just whooped that ass. Wood on blue, whoop that ass. Secret sauce, as it were, and uh, you know they just knew how to beat Colorado twice this season. And this was a big game because, like, even though even if Arizona lost, they would have been a half game up or whatever against Washington State. Uh, I want to shout out Washington State. All of a sudden, that game, like Arizona, only has the game against ASU this week. That game against Washington State the week after, I believe it is, is is all of a sudden big deal. Big deal because you got to assume if, if I don't want to say you know crazier things have happened, but Arizona doesn't have many road games left, um, and so you take a look and you know we're talking if Arizona does what they're supposed to do, there's a chance they're two games up in the standings and the conference race is kind of done, kind of theirs at that point. We're not going to speculate too much about that. We right. don't want to get too right, right, far right, 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 ahead. Right, right, right. We're just going to enjoy 
This game, uh, also just despite the the refing too. I'm not gonna say Arizona uh, won because of you know the refs, but like, or I would say Colorado lost because of the refs. I'm sure their players and their fans think that. But some terrible calling tonight. I'm surprised that Tommy didn't get a T uh, a couple of times. We I think we had a you know we did have that T at one point. But it was very, it got a little chippy and it got a little mouthy. Like, you know, Colorado does play dirty. And, uh, you know, who got smacked in the face near that? Conrad got yeah. smacked in the face or uh, in the ear, actually. It was pretty gross. So he got um, to the line there with that tech. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, anytime you can go into Colorado and they think they're hot shit and you can beat them like that, it's amazing. Um, I don't remember who it was. Someone said that they hated Colorado as much as I hate UCLA on Twitter. I'll have to go back and look at who it is. But um, I agree with that sentiment to a, to a degree. Colorado's always been problematic. I just think Colorado complains a lot. So Yeah, they're a little whiny. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. But, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And then, you know, sweep in the mountain schools totally. Even ASU beat, obviously we mentioned it earlier on Mike's show, but ASU beating Utah was completely because Arizona just left Utah decrepit after that triple overtime. Which, by the way, I thought in the first half, Colorado, I was watching Tristan De Silva in particular, he was sweating like bullets in the first half. And like all of them, their body language, they were they were tired the second half. Arizona was still going. And, you know, Tommy put in our bench at one point, and obviously we put in Conrad and Philly B, but... Arizona looked good, especially considering they did play that triple overtime. So I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that on the road at that altitude, they were able to maintain that high-level athleticism. I know that we have a great um, training team and strength and conditioning team for football and for basketball, but you could really see that tonight, and that is going to serve them well in the conference tournament, but obviously also at the, the big dance, hopefully, as it were. I'm just gonna keep talking. You are. I'm just letting you cook, dog. <laughs> You're on your phone. I'm letting you cook. What's the big deal? Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done saying it. All right, we want to do our uh, our player breakdown. Our player breakdown. I'd love to. Not a player. A player. A player. Not a player. We for some reason have Shania Twain's um a Shania Twain song in our heads tonight, I, and I can't get it out of my head. So we may erupt in spontaneous song at some point. Just giving you a heads up. Um, okay, so go ahead, play. Caleb Love. Shout out. We'll, uh, we'll start with Caleb Love. We're just kind of go through the line. Like, we always do a little short. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6 to 15, uh, he was kind of going at it with KJ Simpson. Yeah, I'm and surprised they didn't have a ball. Howie got in there, and it was weird. And, like, there are certain guys where when you're not as good as them, uh, you, you don't want to poke the bear, is what I called it on Twitter. Poke the bear. And they poked the bear, and Caleb Love responded very quickly with a couple big shots. Six of fifteen is an outstanding. Whatever though, four to six from from three made his free throws. I have no problem with him tonight. Uh, Pella Larson is probably going to challenge for Pac-12. My Pella player of the week. My I, Swedish fish. I haven't okay. I haven't looked at anything else but eighteen points, four rebounds, played very well. Thank you to Armando Duarte for the graphic that I posted on Twitter. That came from him. Uh, Kylie Boswell. What a fantastic Kylan, where have you been? Uh, you know, we, we said it again. We'll probably say it every single podcast at this point. Arizona is significantly better when Kylan Boswell uh, plays well. Yes, incredibly. Right. 15 points. 
was aggressive in his shot with the 12 shots from the field, three of eight from three, which is perfectly fine. Uh, really nice game from Boswell. And I thought that this was probably his best defensive game of the season as mm -hmm. well. He guarded KJ quite a bit in this game. Um, really like his his game overall. And one thing I will I want to give Kylan credit for more than anybody else that I saw tonight is you know I always say pesky Pella Pella will always get his, but Kylan was really really pesky and annoying. He was able to get his hands in. He slapped like a the, wife. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. He's already auditioning. Um, basically being able to get the uh, the ball out of people's hands just like with a really quick reach in. It was it was just very slick, and you know he had a high basketball IQ tonight on defense, which was really really good to see. I have a high IQ. Really? Washington Would you say fans, it like that? Washington I don't know. Fans don't think so. But Washington fan. By the way, we gotta stop us. Washington fans are infuriated with Jason for reporting the truth about what's, Jed Fish today. What's also funny is just a side note. If you know what's going on, if you don't, whatever is Washington fans had told me that he wasn't even in Cabo. And uh, then he tweets a picture with Amber. No, and then there's a picture that someone just tweeted at me of literally Jetfish in Cabo. Yeah. But he but he was wearing Washington gear, so it's it's fine. It's okay. He's rep. Don't worry, Washington fans. He's he's repping Washington while he's interviewing for the UCLA job in Cabo, which we you know said that he was in Cabo and you didn't believe us, but whatever. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, also as well, um, Umar, my guy Umar, 16 and 13, ate, uh, ate his lunch. Yeah, he did. Eddie Lampkin's lunch. Eddie Lampkin is now buried. Yes. yes. Um, but, what? Married? Buried. Oh, I thought you said he's married. I was like, what? That's not what I, I don't know what, <laughs> what? that means. You, you need to get off your phone and listen to Mike your wife, sir. texting me. Um, Mike, stop yeah, texting Umar, Jason. And, and you know what actually might be most impressive about Umar is he played 45 minutes the other night. He played 27 minutes tonight. It's awesome. Big dude. Uh, played well. Really liked the way he played. Strength and conditioning, man. He shot 19 minutes because of foul trouble. He did have seven rebounds in 19 minutes. He shot the bell fine. I'm good. Jaden Bradley, this might have been the best game of the year. Yeah. Uh, was a complete... Um, He's going to be a superstar. I don't know what I'm... I, I'll just... He was a complete asshole on defense, right? I mean, he just was. He had three steals, didn't turn the ball over, uh, 14 points. I, it almost felt like all those were in transition. Really liked the way he played overall. K.J. Lewis, this was his freshman moment. Well, <laughs> and was, the thing that's funny is in the preview, you had said you thought that... I thought he was going to play a huge gonna role. It was going to be his huge game. You know, fresh legs. And, and I think Arizona wanted him to play more. But fouled out in eight minutes. He was the only guy on all of Arizona. And I don't like plus minus, but he was the only guy in Arizona with a yeah. minus. I will say again, going back to the, the refs, at least two of his fouls were bullshit. Like, like he did nothing. Like And, and a lot of our fouls. And, and the fouling at the end of the game, Arizona had more than Colorado. Well, the foul, look, but I, I tweeted this before the game. Like, the foul crew was bad. They were like, bad. bad and they were, not, they were not fair and they were not consistent. And that's what... Is infuriating. Yeah, they were just bad. It's just a bad crew. It's a really strangely bad crew. Um, not highly. And I get my ref ratings from Ken Palm, and I know a lot of them just based on watching Arizona basketball. But one of them I didn't know, which is always a bad sign when you have to look up uh, Ryan Holmes. I had no idea who that was. But Michael Irving, I can't stand. Anyone that likes Sean Miller can't stand Michael Irving. But, yeah. Uh, Krivis was fine. 
Eight points in nine minutes. Yeah. I mean, look, we're, and people are like, why didn't he get more minutes? Where are they coming from? Like, Umar was absolutely fantastic. Umar went six of eight from the line, too. Right. So. If Umar is hot and he's playing well and he doesn't need a break because obviously his conditioning has leveled up recently, then you're not going to see Crevis. This was a good game for Crevis, though, versus Utah because he's able to get in under the basket. He, he can handle that smaller lineup of Colorado's. A little bit better than having, you know, like he does, you know, getting swarmed by big men is, I like that sounds bad, but you know, it's not Crevis's forte as, as uh, Balo can do that much better. So, also my MVP of the night, Shelby, is your boy uh, was Conrad, Conrad Martinez, um, the Spanish fly, the Spanish fly. Uh, <laughs> is that good? Is that that's not no? It's, I don't think we should say that. That's not a, work on the nickname. What is, is Spanish fly is bad, right? It's the date rape drug, isn't it? Holy shit, Shelby. Well, is I'm it? just saying. No, it's not. I thought it was. Or no. is it just like a, isn't it something you put in someone's drink? The slang Spanish fly is, yeah, no, that was good. It's, uh, gets women in a nice mood. It gives men, uh, you know. I thought it was something you put in people's drinks. Okay, well, we're. F- Which is why we're not calling him that. Shelby and I are now looking for a job. <laughs> Email me at, good Lord. Uh, four points, played good defense. I wish he would have made the free throw at the end to give Arizona a hundy. A straight hundy, baby. But look, man, it's a good weekend to be an Arizona fan. I did think the vibe, I, look, I, I'm not going to pretend like I thought Arizona was winning this game, but the vibe I got, you know, I did say on the podcast the other night was it's starting to feel like the Oregon game. Arizona's not favored. You wonder what's going on, all that. But overall, they played great. Shelby's happy, so I'm happy. I'm elated because you can't really ask for a better weekend, especially how trepidatious we were going into the Utah game. I just bust out a big word there. Um, We basically, you know, said that we thought this was going to be a split weekend. We would have been happy with the split. And, uh, you know, Tommy Lloyd said, nope, we're going to go in and whoop that ass. How many customers was that? I don't know if ass is really that bad of a word to say. On like Ass a podcast. Is Ass is fine. I've said it like six times, right? Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Um, there was something else that I wanted to shout out, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Just kind of like around Arizona athletics, but shout out to the Arizona women's softball team. Uh, they won their first game. I think they got rained out the second game yesterday. They won and then today. they had they won today. They had a walk off or something. I think it was a walk off. I tweeted it, but we was kind of trying to keep an eye out on what all the other um, athletic department, you know, sports are doing. I think swimming and diving. We drove, we drove through U of A today. Swimming and diving had a big meet today as well. So if you guys are not um, following any of the other uh, departments, you really should. You know, Arizona students are doing awesome things, not just basketball and football. And if the very least you can do is follow Arizona athletics, because that way you can just kind of get a little sampling of all of it. So there you go. And for anybody that's asking... Uh, we are doing another mug run. If you want a Wildcat Scoop mug, you can always uh, message me at Ms. Shelby K on the Twitter X thing and or whatever, you know. Twalks. Twalks, whatever. Twatter. Jason refuses to call it X. We just call it, you just call it Twitter. Twitter, twatter. It's always fun to thwart Elon Musk however you can. I love everyone. 
We love everyone. I'm a man of we peace. We even love we love Washington fans. I'm a man of peace. I think it's people people need to realize that I I come in peace. I'm Most sorry. of the time too, people don't realize I, like that he's really being sarcastic. He's not just a straight reporter. I will say Jed Fish still interviewed for UCLA, so whatever. Yeah, he did. That was a fact. That's not me making that up. But you know, he is an Arizona reporter, and we he ain't. is a he is a personality. As Tommy Lloyd said, we ain't. Going nowhere. Shelby's going to buy more White Claws. She's going I don't need to buy White Claws. I got a whole case for Christmas. I'm still drinking. Well, Shelby, I'll say one thing. Where's the mug? Also, wherever you are. (laughs) You're just going to... Whatever you're doing. Whether they call you the Spanish Fly, the, the, the Mini Mamba... Or in my case, Washington fans, asshole, and things like that. Or the Swedish fish. The best part about being a woman. I told you we had that song in our head. Shelby, what are they? What can you always do? No matter where you are, or what you do, you can always bear down. Shelby, get your Super Bowl pick in. Let's go. Um. Well, obviously, with I'm going with the Chiefs because I've rooted for the Chiefs. Uh, casually for years. Sorry, 49ers fan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have a couple good friends that are 49ers fans. Yeah, I don't care about friends. Uh, I'm going for the Chiefs. I don't really care who wins, though. All right. Perfect. You're perfect. Bear down. Come here right now.